Welcome back. Let you guys do your thing. Okay. No, it's it's uh it's fine, PJ. I wasn't about to do the intro or anything. <laughs> Welcome back everyone to J and J Lose the Plot, a podcast about two friends just hanging out talking about movies. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm Joel. Oh, what's that? Wait, wait, there's somebody oh, at the door. Who is it? I don't know. Who J- are you? Yo, what up, bitches? It's oh. PJ Magooey. <laughs> oh, oh my god. It's, wow. It's our good friend PJ. This is this is where the applause comes in. Yay. Yay. Welcome to the hey, you're party. you're dressed up as a Furby. Oh. <laughs> Josh's favorite. I did it just for him. Yeah, nice. I hate this <laughs> podcast already. Um. <laughs> uh, so... This week is going to be our spooky Halloween episode, spooky. and we can think of uh, a better person to join us than our good friend PJ, who's very into horror movies and loves the Halloween season. So, except clowns, oh, yeah, except clowns, yeah, there are no no. There don't. We're not talking about clowns Mm-mm. this episode because we're not, we, we're not clowning around. We're not clowning around this episode. We had. Oof. Our friend PJ picked the movie for this episode, and PJ, what did we? What did you choose? Uh, I chose Thirteen Ghosts. Okay, uh, one of my favorite childhood movies. Okay, so you, like this scared was, the fuck out of me. Was this like a Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> was this like a Halloween movie that you watched, like kind of like a tradition, or is it just? Like- no, nah, it was just. Uh, it was yeah, it was just a, a movie we watched every so often, uh, especially my best friend and I growing up. It was like one of those movies we had on VHS, right? So we we're just like, oh, this looks scary, and so we would that would be like one of the few movies we would watch. Okay, cool. So you you've always really loved horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think that like kind of stems from this, or is just this just like kind of one of the many horror movies that you fell in love with? Oh, it definitely adds to it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, growing up, we had... Oh, I'm a big collector of VHS tapes and stuff. So uh, my mom is a huge horror fan, and so is my grandmother. So I basically grew up around spooky movies. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Cool. Okay, so I guess I'll just uh, do like a brief description of the movie. Uh, for yeah. those who haven't seen it, if you're just jumping into the podcast uh, blind, I'll, I'll kind of do a brief description of the movie and then we'll jump into talking about it Boom. a single father his two kids and their nanny inherit a strange glass house from a dead relative but what they don't know is that it's actually a machine that's designed by the devil and powered by ghosts together they must escape the house and free the ghosts if they all want to survive so cheesy yeah <laughs> so this was this is actually the first time i watched this movie um yeah it was my second but i well, I remember a lot of it. Okay. A lot of scenes, but no story arc. Okay. Yeah. How many times do you think you've watched it? Uh, I'm definitely in like the double di- digits. Okay. Like probably 30, 40 times. Okay. So we so we definitely have a newbie, somebody who's who's seen it at least once, maybe twice, and then somebody mm-hmm. who's seen it multiple, multiple times. So this is, I think, a good mm-hmm. spread of, uh, of an audience, I think. Mm-hmm. So this should be, uh, I think, a pretty fun discussion. Yeah, I think so. I'm actually really curious to see what you guys thought of it more than anything. Yeah. What did you think, Josh? So, Mm -hmm. I thought that the movie was well shot. 
And I think that the set design is absolutely amazing. I love the costumes and the special effects. And I really love the idea behind this movie. Mm-hmm. But I think that it has a lot of elements that don't work for me. And oh, yeah. it kind of falls apart as a movie. Was I entertained watching this movie? Yes. From start to finish, I I was completely 100% entertained. Not necessarily probably in the movie's favor a lot of the times, but I don't think there yeah. was a really a moment where I was like, oh, I need to turn this off. I can't watch. Um, But I think the story was a little bit lacking. I thought that yes. the characters really sucked. Uh, yep. <laughs> man, yes. some of these... Honestly... Kathy is the worst. I couldn't agree more. She had no oh reason being in that movie. Goodness, she's, Wait, who was she? she was the daughter. Was the, the daughter. daughter. Yes, yeah. the daughter. Oh my god, she sucks so much. Yeah. Well, all, pretty much all the girl characters in that movie, even the ghost, kind of yeah, weren't the best. Yeah. What's up with <laughs> they, that? They were not doing favors to any of the females in that movie at all. Yeah. Okay. I, so yeah. I get. We'll we'll nope. probably jump. <laughs> We'll probably jump to that afterwards. So I, I want to hear first what you guys thought, like what your mm-hmm. first impressions are. Well, I guess PJ, yeah, for- what's what's your thirty fourth uh, impression? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it was definitely one of those movies. Like growing up as a kid, this movie fucking terrified me. Mm-hmm. Like it, like legitly gave me the spooks. It gave me the like gave me nightmares. Um, I had to sleep with like lights on for the longest time. Um. I think it's just especially because, like, the where the movie isn't, like, digital, it's all, like, actual, mm. like, makeup and costumes. Right. Yeah. That, like, that was really freaky to me because it looked more realistic. Yeah. Um, but then going back and watching it again, I, it definitely had that, like, as a kid, this movie was so good. But then as an adult, I'm like, oh, this movie is flawed real bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, like, I was still entertained, like you said, Josh. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about this movie. That even though it's not the best movie. And mind you, this was, like, back in, like, what, 2001? Yeah. Or something like yeah. that? 2003? Uh, yeah. So this was way back when, when movies. And I'm pretty sure this director is also still trying to get, like, his hold on spooky movies. He well, um, actually. Um. The director of this movie, I believe it's Steve Beck. Something. I, it's I, something Beck. Yeah. Yep. Steve Beck. He directed this movie, and then he directed another movie called Ghost Ship. Oh, sh- That movie oh, terrified yeah. me as well. And yeah, then he has not directed anything since. So his last movie was oh. 2003. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Ghost Ship did pretty well. They both did pretty well, though, I thought. Like, in general. Yeah, I'm... I'm not sure. Yeah, I Like, have you guys seen Ghost Ship? No. I I saw it and I only remember the 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 uh, opening scene? dance scene. Yeah. Yeah, okay. With the cable Josh, through everyone. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I say Josh do me a favor and like whoever is viewing this and is very curious about this damn movie. Uh-huh. Don't even don't even watch the full movie. It's yeah, not just watch that the great. First scene. But it's watch gross. the opening like 10 minutes. It is okay, so Ship. cool. Opening scene. It's super cool. Like that yeah. that opening scene will stick with me for the rest of my life. Uh, so going back to what you were saying before, if I watched this movie as a kid, I would have been just as scared. Uh, I, I definitely would have been terrified. Um, yeah. I think it de- it definitely 100% has to do with how great the special effects in this movie are. Yeah, I was going to say, I think as a kid, because like, I watched it, 
remember watching it and like liking it quite a bit because of the special effects. Right. And then watching it again, like I kind of like what you said. It was generally, it was generally entertaining, but maybe not the best movie. I think for me, the story was okay. The setting, the sets were really good. Mm-hmm. The prosthetics were good. But the characters what bugged me the most. Oh, oh yeah, they. they knock there's you right just out of the nothing. Movie. T- there's nothing to them. Yeah. And like as I was rewatching this movie, um, I just oh my god, I was I was getting so bored, and I was just like, I can't believe I chose this movie. <laughs> <laughs> just because of how boring the characters were. Like I never really picked yeah. up on that as a kid. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: I don't know if you guys will agree with me. But in my personal opinion, the best thing about this movie, until this day, I still think is the best thing about this movie, is Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Dude Shaggy? went balls yeah. to the wall with his acting in that movie. Yeah. He, yeah. I think he's he was, probably the best character, too. Yeah, I think he was the, yeah. mo- the best character and the most charismatic on screen. Yeah, yeah. he's he just had a lot of emotion. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say he was a good actor, but you at least saw emotion on his face because he was hamming it up and, like, going full throttle like he like it was like he he just pushed it a little too far which i think for a movie like this works mm. yeah. well, because, especially because like he's right. playing a psychic character yeah. yeah so i think for for this kind of goofy movie it, it does fit the tone um because this movie also wasn't really much of a horror movie in the traditional sense, I thought there wasn't a whole lot of like dying suspense. or suspense. Like there's some suspense, but it doesn't really work. Well, I think there was there was so there's, much build up for this because the story was kind of involved. So there's so much build up for the story that the horror part was very yeah. Because basically, it goes from them being in the basement to being outside the basement to going back in the basement. Right, and, the, and, and they that's about it. they yeah. introduce a bunch of like kind of background side characters which i mm-hmm. which i thought was happening because they were going to kill them off easily and like cheap kills right to kind of get the mm-hmm. body count up so that way yeah. the audience has more thrills and that's usually what happens in horror movies but mm-hmm. in this movie like after the the first death i think there's only two well uh, uh besides the opening scene with the 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 juggernaut uh right three people die yeah that's true right speaking of that that opening scene did you guys find it kind of remind you of jurassic park yeah yeah i did because it was all blues and and like dark and rainy and it was these guys in these suits trying to capture something in a box and it's just like the way it was shot i was like did they just yeah it's very jurassic parky yeah even like the guy getting trapped in the box and they kind of use him as bait like it it did one guy's yelling like let him go let him go yeah Shoot her! <laughs> yeah, no, it did kind of have that Jurassic Park Park vibe for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember being a kid too. That opening scene, it's it's one of those things too where like I found in the movie, especially like on a VHS tape, the movie was kind of dark, so like you had to watch it in the dark. Uh, okay. Like mm-hmm. watching it with the light on sucked. And mm-hmm. I remember that opening scene used to like give me the heebie-jeebies because of the truck coming around like spewing all the blood oh, out right. and stuff. Oh, right. yeah. Like that part was always very eerie to me, but like going back to it now. Right. It was just like woof. <laughs> so mm. I, no, I I actually yeah, I agree that it does make sense. It it it's shot like an action movie. That scene. Like the first the first scenes, yeah. Yeah, it's really it really feels like they're building up to this kind of 
adventure story almost like they're gonna Mm -hmm. we're gonna be kind of diving into deeper lore about these characters and kind of learning about them rather than Mm -hmm. it just kind of turning into a haunted house kind of movie yeah but speaking of the blood spewing out of the truck uh do ghosts love to eat blood i don't know what is that so (laughs) does, does that lure them out they they don't really. Well, no. So I think for the for the juggernaut, mm-hmm. especially because like for his background, basically he was like a freakish serial killer, essentially. Right. Because he would he would grab women and he would tear them apart limb from limb Blech. in the back of his truck. Hmm. So like Blech. I'm assuming for them using the truck and having the blood spewing out probably triggered him. Okay. I'm assuming that's like their bait. Yeah, because I for think him specifically. I think. Uh... Dennis, what he said that the body, like his death count, was up to forty. When the news only picked up four or something like that, so you kind of get mm-hmm. that little hint of him, um, like of his backstory and kind of what this ghost is all about. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of things I'm just like a little bit confused about for the. Yeah, and ghosts, like that's what kind of but... makes me that makes me a little sad. Is that like I feel like this movie? Like if I had the opportunity to remake this movie, um, my uh, my roommate Karina actually brought up a really good idea. Because like I said, if we could re- remake this movie, I would love to because I like to like dive a little bit deeper into the thirteen or the twelve ghosts mm-hmm. backstory because they all mm-hmm. have such interesting, intricate backstories. Um, That'd but be a I would tough love, job, though. Yeah. like I would love to see a Netflix series. On oh, this. Okay, yeah. Well, now that you mentioned that, there. Are rumors that they're doing a like ten minute clips for the thirteen ghosts, and it's oh, really? supposed to be releasing really? next year. It's going to be like an online thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's one hundred percent confirmed or not. And I also do not think that it's for this movie. I think that it's going to be the thirteen ghosts from like the, original? the original. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, if that gets enough attention, I'm sure that down the line they're going to do another reboot of the movie. Right? Yeah. Because this, th- this Honestly, movie definitely has well, a cult following. One. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. And just, like, again, the the if you look at, like, the designs of the characters, like, that was just with, like, prosthetics and stuff like that. Right. Imagine how cool and creepy and grotesque and stuff like that they could be now. Yeah. In 2019, like, uh, 2020. If, if they did like a hybrid right. like CG. Yeah. I, I, I would hope that they would kind of stick to the, the prosthetic, like practical effects. Cause Me too. I think that if they start doing more CG, it will be less scary. At least for me, it, it would yeah. be like... like um, Give this movie to like, what's his name? Guillermo del Toro, who does like that most of like monster. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that would be amazing. And, yeah. and he loves... He would shoot it right darker too. Mm-hmm. And and he loves uh he loves the monsters themselves, right? So yeah. I think that he would really be a great yeah, person yeah. to take sorry yeah. to take this over and kind of focus on their story and make them the heroes almost of this uh this movie. Well, yeah, because they focus. all die tragically and stuff like that, and they and like well, mind you, yeah. some of them are are, are pretty bad. I w- yeah, but like, a lot of them have very tragic backstories and right. stuff like that, and just like they deserve to have their story told 
Guillermo del Toro, hop on this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually. Oh, that should be really good. I didn't think of that. Speaking about that, though, PJ, I was a little confused <laughs> at the end of the movie that they all just walked away. They were being freed. Right, but... It was they were released from the house, so their, their souls could go to wherever the fuck souls go to. To back to where they were, hunting. Right. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's what, like... <laughs> Wouldn't the wouldn't the the few ghosts that were like evil before they were ghosts? Wouldn't they just want to keep messing with the family that they've been messing with? Yeah, or like because like the juggernaut was killing people in the junkyard, right? He like he was still and killing he people as a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's uh, that was the one thing that always like kind of confused me, like as well, because like. Some of them, obviously, like, the little boy was just, like, a little boy who, who died in a freak accident. Right. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure he doesn't have any vengeful spirit. But, like, the juggernaut, definitely the hammer, mm-hmm. definitely yeah. has a lot of, like, right. age outrage. Yeah. The jackal terrified the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. She was, probably, like, she was probably the scariest one, because I found, like, the other ones were a little bit cartoonist. Mm-hmm. Like, cartoonish. Yeah. So when I saw them, I kind of, like, laughed. But the jackal was the only one that was, like, oh, she's just kind of creepy. And the way she just, like, sliced was, like, yeah. They genuinely are pretty freaky looking, these. Yeah. Even when they do close-ups. Because a lot of the times with creature effects, when they do close-ups or they they hold the camera or the shot too long of the character, you can see the effect yeah. and it, can, it kind of yeah. goes away. Where this one, they, yeah. there were a lot of shots where they just held on a character and it they continued to be creepy looking. And yeah. uh, I, I think yeah. that the scene... that's definitely the strongest part of, of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can agree with that. And like the scene with the the uh, the torn princess or the angry princess. Right. Sorry. Uh, when she's in the bathtub, that entire scene used to f- like also give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Just because like Catherine was unaware that there was a ghost in the bathtub, and like just the quick cuts yeah. to the princess, and then the princess was like twitching. I and I stuff like I think yeet. that if I watched that scene as a kid, I would have been scared. But mm-hmm. how like just stupid kathy was acting and like laughing oh, and yeah. giggling into the tap yeah i was just yeah. like oh my it's god water. oh my god can you believe it yeah. it's water and she's i definitely feel I like, like the director was like you need to look as cute and adorable as possible go yeah yeah like you're like you're in a soap commercial <laughs> that's what like, it felt like, like. Dumb. yeah 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 like a yeah uh, so i was just like oh my god yeah. i hope she does get her yeah, at least the <laughs> nanny was funny. She 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 brought some comedy to it. I liked her. But yeah, yeah. Kathy, yeah. Out, out of all of them, was... Even as a kid, I remember not really caring about Kathy. I cared about Max more than anything. Well, the she kind of disappears, too. Like, they kind of just go in the center room and then she disappears for right. like, a good chunk of the movie, like both kids do. So that was another question I had. How... Oh, but wait, I want to go back to the nanny first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I think... <laughs> I mean, I think she was funny in, like, a 90s way. But she was very like stereotypical as well. Yeah. And oh yeah. I found her comedy points kind of not in the right part of the movie because like when the lawyer got split in half. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, she's like, is that half the scene, lawyer? <laughs> and then and and then she was like, "Where's the lawyer? Did he split?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like it just seemed like she was almost written in afterwards as like a comedic like relief. as exposition. Yeah. 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 Be like, oh, we need a black character, so let's put a let's put a maid in there, I guess, <sighs> and then. And then they just kind of made her, like, just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Definitely I watching she... it now, it it hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it definitely was weird at times, her humor and kind of uh, just, like, ju- like 
jumping in at random points and mm-hmm. so I, I didn't hate the character but i also at some points i'm like why is she here she doesn't yeah she didn't add anything to the story well even even in the movie like even in the lore of the movie she's a maid but she doesn't cook or clean yeah which is so she just kind of like I guess. watches the kids so it's kind of like just, but yeah yeah i guess she's a nanny more than a maid i guess uh, maybe that was the thing. Yeah. So going back to the kids disappearing, I yeah. I understand Bobby disappearing. Yes. Right. Because we we see like. Oh, Bobby! I called him Max. Fuck! I'm dumb. I uh, don't even know my own movie. Oh. Yeah. His his <laughs> name is I think Bobby. Right. Is Bo- it, it's Bobby. Okay. Um. So I it, like him disappearing makes sense because he gets separated. We see him leave, and we see him look at what seems to be a ghost which now looking back on it knowing the ending of the movie it was probably either cyrus or uh what's her name kalina it was obviously one of those two taking bobby and bringing him to the center right because that was the evil Mm -hmm. plan but when kathy leaves She's stand. She's sitting right there next to all of the characters. Then all of a sudden, they turn yeah. around and she was gone. She's gone. Yeah. yeah. So what happened to her? So d- mm-hmm. does that mean that it, like, Cyrus was telling the ghosts what to do and like somehow like I, it, it doesn't make any sense why she disappeared or how yeah. she disappeared. See, I, I feel like they that, didn't really like, make a huge deal about it either. No, like, they're I feel like, like oh, they really. I guess we got to find oh, her now yeah. too. <laughs> Yeah, ah, beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, when I was young watching that movie, I always thought that it was, like, that, like, the stereotypical cliche, like, oh, I'm spooked, I need to run away from where I am, even right. though she's safe. in <laughs> safe hands. So, mm-hmm. like, I always thought maybe she was just being fucking dumb, and Yeah, she got up and, and ran away. Which, which, yeah, which would have been... Maybe they should have showed the audience. Right, that, that's, yeah. I think, the thing, right? I, I think that yeah. would have been fine, especially because... In this movie, they kind of play up a lot of the goofiness of horror movies. So I think yeah. if they use that trope where she runs away from the danger and gets separated, it would have worked. But they didn't show that. So they kind of yeah. left you to yeah. fill in the blanks of what's going on there. Yeah, because I think I actually looked away at the scene that she left. Yeah. And I got back and was like, I haven't seen her in a while. Where'd she go? Like I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Like I just blinked for like a minute and she was just not anymore so there's no yeah, audio you don't see her for anything. the rest of the movie yeah and yeah. and that's something that and that's something that the, this movie does a lot is it just does things and expects you to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. um yeah like another thing that really bugged me was kalina's character oh she's fucking awful what the hell was that about the twist I... and then she becomes like a evil like... what what yeah at the beginning of the movie you see her protesting the the capture of the juggernaut and she's yeah. there with her yeah. boyfriend and their partner or partner wh- whoever yeah and they're there trying to stop this thing mm-hmm. what happened in the few days following where she decides to well, switch teams and go with cyrus well, she, said, she said like she infiltrated like in and in, she was explaining it in like a sentence where she said that she she befriended uh what's his name danny dennis Dennis. Dennis. No. Yeah. The the Is Matthew okay. Lillard character? Yep. Yeah. No, no, yep. the other character, her boyfriend. Anyway, oh, I don't know her boyfriend's she, name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she befriended her boyfriend, killed him for the spell book. 
And then... Oh, she said then, that? Yeah, she said that. Well, he was, like, angry at her, and she was, like, being all, like, super, like, weenie. Okay. Oh, very submissive. Yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. like the twist would have been better if Cyrus was, like, uh, her bitch. Like, yeah. like it would have been better for me if they would have flipped that and she was the mastermind. Yeah. But yeah, that would have been me, a lot it was better. Just, like, it was just a cheap twist. And and it was just like, see, we didn't show you anything. It's like, yeah, you didn't show me anything. And so it was just a cheap twist for twist's sake. And... Yes. She ended up dying immediately afterwards. Yeah, like there, there was yeah. no yeah, like being, yeah, being crushed by some door. There, there's no moment where the characters that trusted her are like, "You betrayed us. How could you do that?" We don't see yeah. that. She's just like we see that she changes sides and then she's dead. Yeah, yep. There's no like consequences for that. And then I, I thought that this the twist with Cyrus kind of worked because I yep. I assumed that he was a ghost at the end of the movie. Yeah, and I, I assume that the movie wanted you to think that as well. Mm-hmm. That's why they do the whole glasses; like they take them off, and you still have right. Uh, yeah. So I thought that that actually worked pretty well. I, I was mm-hmm. genuinely kind of surprised by that, um, which was surprising for a movie that felt very straightforward and kind of on the nose. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely give the movie props for that because I, I was genuinely shocked to find out that cyrus was still alive and kind of controlling everything behind the scenes that's pretty cool mm-hmm. so yeah Kal- kalino sucked kathy sucked uh yeah well all the women characters they didn't do yeah bobby was fine i guess he was a kid actor <laughs> like yeah yeah definitely yep that's a good way to describe him. Um, yeah, Matt, I think Matthew Lillard was definitely the most fun character, the uh, Dennis. Um, yeah. He was, yeah, I think Cyrus and, and Dennis was probably yeah. too kind of like... Yeah, Cyrus had this kind of like evil like mansion owner vibe to him, which was yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hey, yeah, th- this movie I feel had so much potential to be very, very good, but mm-hmm. fell flat for me. Um that's yeah. why I would love a remake. Yeah, I, I like like a really well done remake. I, I genuinely yeah. would would be excited to see a new Thirteen Ghosts movie. Like it's yeah. it's definitely something that has like a base there that feels like it would be so so fun to to learn about this and have this mystery unfold for the characters. The problem is everything in the movie just kind of happens to the characters. And they don't do anything in it to further the story. We're, we're following the main character, Arthur, through this thing. And everything that happens just happens to him, not because he does something. Like, yeah. the whole mystery unfolding with why there there's ghosts, he's just told that. The, his idea of yeah, sacrificing he really discover him, it. right his his idea of sacrificing himself to save his kids he's just told he's got to do that um yeah. Yeah. everything in the mansion like how it works again he's told not like shown discovering how to how it works yeah and I think the only thing he does is like grab that pane of glass it was like not if we bring that yeah because that, that was his yeah. idea right i guess yeah like he's He's not I didn't hate him as a main character, but he was he also did nothing for me to enjoy him and root for him either. Yeah, but yeah, I, no, I think, he was he was very flat. Yeah. But I think I think they they've I mean, I don't think they succeeded if if uh, most people, well, two out of three anyway, didn't like 
uh, feel the arc, but I think they were going for like he didn't go back in the house to save his wife, and he felt guilty about that. And then right, he so he was kind of like a passive guy, so he's being told the stuff the whole movie, and then at the end, he comes up with the idea to t- take the glass. Although it would probably be better if the dude put him behind the glass and he like was like, no, 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 and tried to save him instead of just being stuck back there mm-hmm. while the guy yeah. was getting smacked by two big dudes. And then <laughs> and then it shows him taking that leap of faith at the end. Yeah. Which was a very cheesy scene with uh, Matthew Lillard being like, you know what to do. <laughs> right. And he just like, yeah. had like a shine on his light. Like, <laughs> what was that? What's that? Yeah. Also, what makes a ghost evil or good? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm so surprised that love was the answer the entire time yeah i was like uh, i'm like love no, is the most powerful come thing on uh, and and a very big trope so yeah. I, again i think that if this was a mystery who the 13th ghost was this entire time and he mm-hmm. knew the name and he knew kind of the backstory of the 13th ghost and he's trying to track it down and he's the one kind of solving this and reading the book and kind of going through and trying to stop this machine and save his kids mm-hmm. I think yeah. that if he at the end of the movie said, "Oh my God, I'm the thirteenth ghost. I had to sac. Yeah, be- I'm the lover who has to sacrifice myself." I I don't think it would have been that as been, cheesy yeah, as mm-hmm. him going, "Oh, you're the lover. You've got to sacrifice yourself." So the whole movie, he's yeah. thinking. But I think you know. I think too, though, that was that was her plan to get him to kill himself to activate the machine. Because I think he was going to activate it because no one else read Latin. So she just told them that love was the most powerful thing as a ch- as a thing for him to believe. Right. So he killed himself. Yeah. But he didn't need to at the end. Yeah, he like he, he does it anyway. Like he jumps in anyways after the machine's already busted. Like, but that's uh, not that wasn't her plan though. He jumps yeah. in to save his kids, not to like her plan was to just get him to kill himself. And, which so that the machine was right. activate with thirteen ghosts. But it doesn't matter that he jumped in to save his kids at the end of the movie because no, nothing happened. He jumps yeah, he stops. jumps into the danger with them and then the machine just stops. Like yeah. him actually taking that leap and sacrificing himself didn't have any consequences. Nothing. He could have just stood there and watched and the machine would and have stopped and he could have walked. Right. So yeah, like that's the first thing I thought of yeah. too. Yeah. So Well, like I think they brought that up too, because the kids like set up straight or said straight, they're like what like how did you know it was safe to jump and he was just like i didn't i just didn't want you guys to be in this whole mess without me right so like i can kind of see what they were going for yeah Yeah. i think that like i i I definitely see what they were going for too with the like what joel was saying before with uh he didn't go in to save his wife because he was afraid of the danger of what might happen in the unknown Mm -hmm. but they don't really play that up a whole lot in the movie no, it's kind of just like an audio, over audio at the start. Right. Like if if maybe the mo- the entire movie he wants to go save his kids but he's too scared and mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard's character is kind of pushing him to keep going and like like convincing him and then at the end of the movie it's his yeah. choice to to sacrifice himself and to keep going even though he's scared and yeah. everything's unknown. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I think even that small change would have fixed the story for me because, yeah. again, there's really... I don't think it would have taken much. No. For me, it's mostly just the character characters and, like, fix up the characters giving the women in the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, um, <laughs> and like, just a slight twist like, or a slight tweak. It wouldn't have been that bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it had it had potential. 
Yeah, because I think the the one Definitely. like before the movie even was re- like when the first see the jackal, she's slicing up Kathy, mm-hmm. and there's a slow mo shot of her shirt being ripped over open where her tits are, and yeah. I was like, oh, so this is gonna be this type of movie, isn't it? Like it's gonna be yeah, like not good for the women, and then yeah, when they did it for the like for um the dad. Arthur? Yeah, Arthur. Right. Um, they kind of just sliced him, and he was like, oh, the pain! And it's just like, well, why didn't he get the same treatment? Why was there no, like, slow-mo pecs or slow-mo ball shot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like, mostly got it, like, in the back. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, even down to the lawyer walking by the... Uh, oh, insane. The nice tits. Hey, nice tits ghost. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. what? Like, it, it just... Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie... Yeah, I remember. Be- I remember as a kid, I was actually pretty stoked that he got sliced. Yeah, I feel like everybody. Because like I just remember hating him. Yeah, they do. They like, do really I just remember good- being like something. Something's gross about this guy. Yeah, yeah, they do a good job setting up uh, him as a hated character right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have that stereotype of like the sleazy lawyer right from the beginning, and then they yeah. kind of amp that up with kind of some of the things he does, and then hitting on the ghost and kind of doing that you're kind of like finally this character's dead oh my god i'm so happy yeah. he's gone so i think that uh, yeah they definitely set that up enough where his death is deserved and kind of welcomed in the movie yeah but also did you guys notice um i didn't notice until i went back and watched this movie aside from like the three or four dudes that get like pulverized by the juggernaut at the very beginning of the movie dennis mm-hmm. is the only person to die by a ghost everyone else dies by the house oh uh and then cyrus at the end of the movie but he dies from well the ghosts throw him in the yeah. house i guess yeah yeah and I, the lawyer huh. too like he got pushed he got pushed into the like where he was gonna get sliced so i guess yeah yeah and like the 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 angry princess didn't touch him or anything she was just walking towards him and he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time that's really true i didn't think about that yeah Mm. dennis is the only one who legitly died by a ghost well by two actually the hammer and the juggernaut yeah yeah although he was his spine was broken by the post Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost was pushing him, but the post is the, the, the breaker. The post is the true killer. Yeah. Oh, Man was evil all along. But yeah, I think that uh, all in all, it was. It, I, 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 even though I didn't like the movie itself there was a lot of enjoyable things in it and i kind of had fun watching it surprisingly mm-hmm. um yeah, uh, you know what though i will say the sound oh, oh. editing in this movie is god okay. awful holy <laughs> that's crap. what i warned you guys about yeah. i yeah. was oh i felt so bad halfway through the movie so that's why i was like okay if this movie does not work out and it's too hard to sit through or whatever let oh, me know because god. i have a backup movie it because like it sucked so so for the for the audience who who hasn't seen this the they have the score cranked and the the dialogue is so quiet throughout the entire movie Mm -hmm. and it's not to build up do you want to replicate it for them how am i supposed to talk really low and i'll I'll sing a a song okay Uh, this is the the This is me talking to Josh, trying to talk back to him. Um, 
Hey guys, I'm sorry for the awful, awful audio that's playing through your headphones or speakers right now. Um, on behalf of both me and Joel, I would just like to apologize. Um, hopefully this won't happen ever again. Alright, I guess we'll get back to the ASMR. This is really These great for the podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is gold, gold audio. Yeah. <laughs> Just this clip okay, alone is really going to get us to the top of the iTunes charts. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> iTunes charts top. The, we're, the title of this episode is now the Halloween ASMR episode. Yay. I told you, you should have opened up with me smacking on a pickle. We would have oh, so many viewers. <laughs> <Brady>. Cut! <laughs> Cut. Cut this out. Yo, welcome. Oh my god. Um. Okay, so I guess, I guess we'll, uh, if there's nothing else we want to chat about, PJ, why don't you tell us a little bit about the ghosts? Because there's, there's a backstory behind all of them, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll do like a quick summary of each. Um, okay. I highly recommend, though, uh, looking them up yourselves. Just because, like, they ha- they all have, like, their own little intri- intricate, wow, words, <laughs> intricate stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, did you want to uh, maybe say your favorite, then? The, the yeah. You can go see, go see the yeah. other ones? Um, so, obviously, the jackal is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Just design-wise, he's so spooky-looking. Mm-hmm. And, like... There's just something, like, compared to the other characters, there's just something more real about him just because he's in, like, a straitjacket. Um, so, like, it, it, to me, it was, like, believable that he could, like, legit be, like, a human being. Right. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, the other characters were de- decapitated and had nails sticking out of them and, you know, all that jazz. One was a fucking torso. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which I don't know what that, like, well, he it never did anything. He kind of just squirmed around on the ground in, in saran wrap. <laughs> torso. And then we yeah. see, yeah. I guess we see his torso kind of <laughs> propped up at the end of the movie. Yeah. Do we? We see his head at wait, some point, Wait, hold too. on. PJ, I've got a question for you. <laughs> hold, hold up just one second. At the end of the movie, when all the ghosts are walking away, what's the torso doing? <laughs> he's, still, he's still shuffling along. <laughs> he's still, he's still <laughs> sitting on, the, on the, the thing, rotating around. Yeah, guys. Well, no. So, hey, guys. So, he can't even do so, that. He doesn't have a head. What well, we say he's had no, at some point. His, well, his head's just floor. screaming in a bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the torso. <laughs> you so just hear a the- muffled scream at the end of the movie. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so, so basically, like the backstory about the torso was that. Um, his name was like Jim, Jimmy the Gambler Gambino, I believe oh it was. Oh my and god! So, yeah, so he was a gambler, and he got caught up in in the wrong people, and so he couldn't do. So the mob got him, chopped Chop him all up, up wrapped him up fishes. in cellophane, oh. and exactly they 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 dropped him in the water, and so that's his story essentially. So when you see him in the movie, it's propped up. You only see his torso and his arms. That's how so he's he walks around. He just can't get it to heaven. <laughs> Yeah, so like he's just, he's just, like, just yeah. he's just trying to find his head. Yeah, oh, you know he's just trying to find his head. My God, so, do I like, want to? That's why you see so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you see him moving and walking on his hands because like he's moving forward on his hands and he's trying to find his head. Essentially, that's why it like cuts to his head and a bag screaming. Hmm. 
So yeah, that is a Jimmy the Gambler Gambino, aka the torso. Jimmy the Gambler Gambino. I'm really yeah. happy that they didn't say his name in the movie because I would have spent the rest of the movie waiting for Jimmy the Gambler Gambino to come back on screen. Yep. Fully reassembled. Uh, yeah. In the form so, like, of a person. Uh, it's so good. And, and he's like, like, I finally found my head. I'm in peace. See you later. Because I'm not evil. Yeah. Ascends. Oh my god. I just, I just get mixed up in the mob, you know. Yeah. Because that's my good mob impression. That's I don't good. fucking know what no, I just did good. there. Hey. Really yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. For sure. Uh, thank you. Um, but yeah, so like out of all the backstories, they all have like their own like obviously. I, you can tell by the movie, like if you watch them, like, you can tell that the with like the dying mother or the fuck it is or the, the withered mother. lover. Yeah. No, sorry. the The withered lover. Oh, she died in the fire. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Meyer, uh dire mother and great son. Uh, they have a cool backstory, it's like carnival related. Oh, okay. Um, but the one that I like the most, I uh, like the angry princess. She's kind of self-explanatory. She just she wanted to be as beautiful as she, she could be, so she decided to like do plastic surgery on herself. Ends up making her uglier. She commits suicide. Womp womp. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the jackal's the one that kind of like freaked me out the most growing up, and just again his design and all that jazz. I already reiterated this, yeah. but hmm. so apparently his name was Ryan Kun K U H N Kun Kun. I don't fucking know how to pronounce that. Kun. Uh, it's, it's around like eighteen eighty seven ish, and so basically he was born as he was born from a prostitute. And so, like, his, like, so he grew up in, like, a really bad situation. So he grew up to be a murderer and a rapist, essentially. Mm. He had, like, an undesirable lust for murder and sex. Therefore, um, he went psycho. And then eventually, he started to realize that something was wrong with him. So he actually admitted eventually? himself. <laughs> yeah, eventually. So he admitted himself to the insane asylum. And then when he got a little freaky with one of the nurses against her will unfortunately uh that's when they decide to put him in like solitary confinement and because of that that's how they started putting like the straight jacket on him and all that jazz and since he was wearing the straight jacket the more he tried to fight with it the tighter it would get right. so that's how his bones started to contort uh. which already is terrifying i don't like that mm. <laughs> and uh and then he started to gnaw through his jacket and that's why they decided to put that metal cage on his head is so that they didn't so is that he couldn't escape because they already escaped once. Right. And then hmm. after being years in solitary confinement, going absolutely batshit insane, all that jazz, the asylum burnt down. And even though all of the people in the asylum, the patients, including the staff, escaped, he chose to stay behind and oh, die. Jeez. Yeah, so now he's just a very angry, vengeful spirit. So, like, at the very end, where they're all, like, being free, I don't know if you guys noticed for him, but he actually turned around and started cackling. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the jackal is still loose. You know? Right, give me right. that Give me that movie. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think The jackal versus the torso. <laughs> yes. Didn't they... Right. <laughs> didn't they, in the movie, talk about him being the Charlie Manson... Yeah, ghost? the Charlie Manson of ghosts. Yeah, oh, like Charlie Manson of ghosts. Oh, like the, okay. The, the the most evil, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely the angriest ghost out of angriest ghost out of all of them. And aside from like the Juggernaut, probably has like the worst kill record. Hmm. 
Speaking of so. violence and sex, uh. I I really don't like that movies using those two things together. I don't, and they do it so goddamn often. And mm. I I don't know. It's it's on par. It's as cheap as like a jump scare for me because yeah. you're making people feel two extreme emotions, and you're like, yeah, you're grossed out. It's like, of course I am. There's two gross things. It's kind of like showing yeah. food and showing bugs, but mm. like yeah. on, even further on the spectrum. I just I don't know. Think of yeah, something else. It's, I, Stop it. Yeah, I can agree with that, but I can also see why they they do it because the whole point of like a like a thriller or like a scary movie is that you want to feel that fear, and so yeah. like when you when you I put those things together, so cheap, yeah, yeah, no, I can agree one hundred percent, but like I can kind of see why they do it. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. I guess because they're playing I, I just, on the like, vulnerability of it, but it still yeah. seems like kind like Joel was saying, cheap to do yeah. that. I, I guess, think, but I think we we're so. F- like messed up in our like society versus sex that I just I don't know it just we just don't I don't know I just don't like <laughs> seeing it at all yeah <laughs> it's just it's just annoying because it it feels just like they couldn't think of anything else creepy so they were just like well let's show a pair of tits and then let's show yeah. somebody getting killed and it's just like I mm. ugh. yeah all right gross yuck <laughs> yeah um I find some movies can kind of do it tastefully. But then, obviously, other movies are just straight up like, "Nah, you, you knew what audience you were target targeting, and you achieved it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, the movie My Bloody Valentine, um, the remake with uh, Dean from uh, Supernatural, Commu- is it? Community uh, or Community? Uh, Dean Lee, no, uh, I'm your Valentine. <laughs> Here to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Jeffrey. I'm talking about friggin- the super duper hot brother from Supernatural. Oh, <laughs> oh right. we're yes. we're talking about that Community, team. the TV yeah. show Community. Oh, I've only seen like maybe an episode oh, or two from that. Man. But uh, in in my bloody Valentine, there's uh, a part in the movie where, mind you, this movie is nothing but just like tits and killing. That's all this movie is. So like, if you don't right. like that, it's not the movie yeah. for you. I think some of the deaths in that movie are fantastic, highly worth a watch. But there's like at one point where like this actress is on screen, I think for like six and a half minutes, like full on naked. Like you see the cooch, you see everything. And it's just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because <laughs> at this point, it's not scary. It's silly. Yeah. yeah. I just like, like, I like both of those things, but separate. <laughs> yeah. a few hours. <laughs> just. Just, just separate them. You don't. Right. I don't know. Separate them by a scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, I, I, I can agree with that and give it some time to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess it is kind of a, a very common horror trope, though, is to kind of. It's super yeah. So many cliches. Well, what other horror tropes are kind of like bad? And do you think that, like, because I think that tropes can work at times. Mm-hmm. Um, There are definitely moments where it can work and sometimes it feels forced and kind of out of place or too on the nose mm-hmm. um like for me i think sometimes uh well all the times when it when it has to do with like a parody i think tropes are amazing because you're mm-hmm. yes. you're playing on you're flagging right yeah you're you're pointing out the tropes and kind of making fun of it or calling it out or calling out the genre for for kind of having those yeah, tropes. Exactly. One of my favorite yeah. horror movies, if you can really call it a horror movie, is Cabin in the Woods. That's okay. So Josh, it. yeah. Okay, 
so I just want to throw this out here. Okay. Um, sorry, when I was getting frustrated with the audio of this fucking movie, uh-huh. when I said to Joel, like to Joel and you, I was like, look, guys, if you guys can't handle this, I have another movie in case, like as a backup. Right. Cabin in the Woods was the movie I was going to suggest. Oh, that movie really? is so uh, fucking good. It's, vi- it's a Joel, very, very good movie. Just watch it. Just please watch yeah. it. <laughs> okay, I will. So It's so much fun. I guess I, I didn't realize you hadn't seen it, Joel, but. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um,. Yeah, it it was advertised as this classic horror movie, and it looked really bad from the trailers and kind of what was released of this movie. So when people went to go see it, they thought that they were going in getting this classic slasher movie, and it ended up being like so much almost fun. like a parody of a horror mm-hmm. movie and flipping the, the genre well. on its head. And it's yeah. it's probably my favorite horror movie ever. It's so much fun. There's a lot yeah. of comedy. There's very like you know scary horror moments. The cliches work because they kind of play tribute to them and poke fun at them. It's it's a very very good horror movie. I'm a little sad that we didn't. I didn't choose that movie. I'm a no, little, I, very disappointed myself. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm really happy that we watched Thirteen Ghosts. I think this was this was definitely a fun movie to watch and to kind of pick apart and kind of. There's yeah. definitely a lot to talk about this movie. And you chose this movie because it's something that you love, and we love oh. talking <laughs> to people who are passionate about things and talking about those things with them. So. We've got a passion for passion. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I know I'm really happy that you chose 13 Ghosts because even before we started this podcast, you've talked about 13 Ghosts and how much you've loved the movie. So that's very true. Think like knowing, like going into this episode knowing that it, it was, was the bondage be Halloween... experience. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Yeah, but going into this episode, we knew that we wanted you on because you're passionate about horror movies and love them a lot. So, yeah, oh I, I, I would talk about horror movies every day, all day. Uh, well, well, <laughs> let's talk about it. What What are some of your favorite horror movies? Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Obviously, mm-hmm. we just talked about it. Right. Uh, please, whoever has not seen this movie, watch it. It's just so much mm-hmm. fun. Um. Uh. Yeah. So another movie that I actually genuinely like is a movie called Vacancy. Okay. Um. That movie I thought was always very fun. It has um, Chris, uh, not Chris Wilson. Wow. Um, oh my God, Owen Wilson. It has his brother Luke Wilson. Oh, okay. As mm. like as the main dude. It's basically about a couple who are trying to like get away and try to rekindle their relationship, and they go to a hotel, and the hotel guy is psychotic. Oh, interesting. Um, but uh, it's a lot of fun because I feel like they do a lot of like it's a lot of like cliches, but the, it's again it's like cliches done right. Okay. Right. You know, um, I love the classics like uh, Chucky. Mm-hmm. He's one of my mm-hmm. favorite movie monsters. Um, obviously, my boy Jeepers Creepers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't talk about the third one. The third one doesn't exist. Okay. Um, okay. All of the Halloween movies are up to a point fantastic. Right. They get a little wild mm-hmm. because after a, same with the Freddy movies, like Nightmare on Elm Street is fantastic. Uh, Freddy versus Jason's very fun. Right. Uh, yeah. I definitely I love. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I definitely love old movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they just there's something just like Wes Craven, man, and like John Carpenter, like they right. really knew how to do spook. Like The Hills Have Eyes, the original and the remake. No fucking thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like those movies gave me nightmares. Mm-hmm. They still give me the fucking heebie-jeebies. Right. Don't like mm. those. 
And like, <clears throat> yeah, Halloween. Uh, that that was another one I was hoping we could talk about. Yeah. If we didn't do 13 Ghosts, I, I really, the original Halloween. I really want to go back and revisit Halloween because it's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. And I remember being terrified of it as a kid and never watched yeah. it since. So I, I'm interested in, in revisiting it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the movie does suspense so mm. well. Like, not a lot happens in the movie. Obviously, like, when Michael starts doing his thing, things start, <laughs> like, hitting the fan. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> there's, like, at one point in the movie where, I don't know if this is, you guys seen the movie, right? So mm. you don't mind if I, it's not really a spoiler, oh, no, no. it's just a really cool part in the movie. Um, there's a part where uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and I think her friend are driving in her car mm. and on the radio is don't fear the reaper by blue oyster cult right and mm-hmm. behind them is a car following them and you can vaguely see that it's michael mm. oh. following them that's crazy yeah so it's just like little things like that where like you feel uneasy right. and you're like why do i feel so fucking uneasy and then like there's parts too where like a character could be like be in the living room talking or something mm-hmm. and just like in the corner behind a curtain not moving. Wow. They're just there. And you're like, huh. An- another movie that's very similar to that is The Shining. That- ah, I was just about to bring that one up too. Yeah, that that's that's a movie that has a lot of like hidden little secrets and yeah. Yeah, the the build up yep. of that movie is fantastic. Um even though Stanley Kubrick was a fucking nutwing. Yeah, so that I, movie I, is Jack Nicholson brilliant. was as well, yeah. And Well, just like th- making Shelley Duvall like go insane mm-hmm. basically she's still insane because of that movie yeah i feel so bad for her and, and what's wild too is stephen king hates that movie yeah which, which is crazy because it's probably the best adaptation of his work right like the you know yeah and one of them it's for sure maybe it's not as close to the source material as he would have wished like I, I think that's the reason why he doesn't like it right uh, yeah but yeah that's it's that's another fantastic movie um alien yeah fantastic yes. we talked about alien a couple episodes ago as well uh mm-hmm. when talking about mm-hmm. uh, 80s heroes so yeah alien is is uh, another fantastic ripley. horror movie um yeah ripley yeah. is one of my favorite names mm-hmm. because of that movie mm-hmm. and then silence of the lambs as well it's really good yes mm-hmm. put the lotion in the basket yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. There's, there's some really oh, fantastic ones and uh, okay i'm not going to talk about this too much but I really love the new It movie, Chapter One. Um, and it's oh, did you watch the second? I one? I haven't watched the second one yet. Um, okay. But the reason why I like that movie so much is not because of the Pennywise or anything like that. I love that movie so much because the character, the, the the kids, the characters are so relatable and fun and they really set up those characters well at the beginning of the movie that you like them so the entire time you're watching the movie you're actually scared that something bad is going to happen to those characters right where a lot of horror movies for me because they're they don't really set up the characters well and they're kind of tropes and they kind of act stupid like the opposite of right. how you should act in those situations, you're kind of sitting there like, okay, yeah, of course you're gonna die, idiot. Why would yeah. you go yeah. towards the noise? We're, we're like, they really set up these characters to be likable and fun, where you are scared the entire movie. But I, I, another good example of a horror movie where they set up really fun, a really fun story and characters was a Quiet Place. 
Yes. I, I really had fun with that. And I feel like a lot of these movies that a lot of these horror movies that I enjoy kind of start veering towards thriller yeah, rather than yeah. horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I've never really been a big horror fan and it's mostly yeah. because for me, I, I don't care about the characters enough. Yeah. To like you, you be don't invested, get invested in the story. So yep. it's it's never never been something that I've been totally interested in. Yeah. But when a good horror movie comes around, I absolutely love it because it, it actually finally makes me scared and makes me realize like this is why people love horror movies yeah. so much. Well, I think yeah. for me, the like the special of horror movies like from thriller to gore, I think if it's more thriller then I love it, but as soon as it introduces gore, not that it like bothers me more than the scene itself, but I just mm. I just don't I don't want to see the visual, so it's kind of like yep. so. I, I'd rather it cut away or, or just yeah. leave me like to imagine it. It's so, but like the Quiet Place never really did anything like super gross. It was just kind of right. like so. The thriller was just it was <laughs> the it spook was the real the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the thought of it. I think. Like, yeah, exactly. The, the the idea that you had to be extremely quiet. We we <laughs> saw this movie together, and the the movie theater was packed. It was so completely full, like there was not one seat empty in the entire theater. And I was so scared that people were going to talk through it. Right. Mm. And at the same time, it was the most quiet movie theater movie. I've ever been to. People weren't insane. even eating their popcorn. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Like, like everybody – because the movie is very quiet and very suspenseful. And because the characters have to be quiet in the movie or else the monster will find them – Everybody in the theater is also quiet and on the edge of their seat. Like, it was such a fun movie because you are scared the entire time and you're completely on edge with the characters. And it, and, for me, just completely worked. Yeah, and it was a fun experience to be in a movie theater where everyone else was feeling the same thing. Because, like, yeah. I can't tell you how many movies I've gone to, especially, like, with Ruth. Like, we went to go see The Conjuring 2, and, like, we went to go see The Visit, and, like, there's a few uh, other horror movies I went to go see with people in theaters, mm-hmm. and people were just being ignorant and being, like, on their cell phones or talking right. or, like, being obnoxiously loud and jumping when, like, obviously, like, it called for a jump scare, but people are, like, overplaying it to get a laugh. Mm. And it's like, all right, you're kind of killing the mood. That's why, like, when I go see horror movies, I'm I'm that person that will tell you to shut the fuck up in the theater. Like, I have right. I have no shame, and a quiet place was such a nice breath of fresh air because yeah. no one was everyone was so invested in the movie. Yeah, it, you really had like a sense of unity watching that movie. Like everybody was kind of in the same boat with you. I think yeah. again, that's why it worked so well. Yeah. So, uh, okay. What about just, you, Joel? It was so fun. Yeah, Halloween. You already named them all. Um, oh, well, when I was growing I took up, them I watched all for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I took all of the movies. When I was growing up, I watched um, a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, Ooh, okay. they scared me. I, then, even to the point where, like, I started like um, I did a school presentation on Ed Gein, which is yeah, Leatherface is based um, off of. Yeah, and I think a lot of ah. killers too. And I think even the um, the guy from Signs of the Lamb is based off of him as well. Ed Gein. Yep. Um, yeah, it was, and then yeah, I I think I was fascinated by like the horror of it. Yeah, so I don't know when mm-hmm. the whole I don't like gore part started in my life, but it was later on in my life. But yeah, because <laughs> it, it was it was interesting anyway. But the Ed Gein character was well, not character, real person was quite mm-hmm. uh, something too. Because like his house, when the FBI FBI raided it, like they made a list of things he had, like the skin yep. lampshade. You know that people mm-hmm. make the, the, the joke of like oh, make a lampshade made out of the skull. You. 
Yeah, the belt made of nipples. Like, it's just yeah. like... Like, ugh. He was a sick, twisted puppy, that's for sure. Yeah. Hachi machi. But yeah, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Alien, Critters. I mm. think I mentioned those before. Critters was fun. Yeah, that, that one's fun. I find that one's fun. Like, there's a lot of gore in that one, but it's not... I mean, I haven't watched it in a while. That said, though, it every time I pee in the woods, like in the dark, I still remember <laughs> yep. Critters 2. There's a critter that jumps out of a bush into the, the, yeah. the guy wearing the bunny suit. <laughs> And you know, uh, you know what's yes. so funny, Joel? You we've talked about this before on the podcast. Oh crap! And <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. I, I, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because my uncle happened to listen to that one episode, yeah. And he said, "He's like, oh my god, tell your tell your friend that I feel the exact same way." <laughs> Amazing. He, he's like, he's like, he brought up that critters thing, and it. I feel the exact same way. I can't pee in the woods anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so they did a good job with that scene, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely something that will stick with, with, with you. And yeah. that's, I think that's, a, again, a good mark of a, of a scary movie. Yeah. If you can kind of enlist that fear that stays with you for the rest of your life. If you can scar somebody, you you're know? You're doing your job, right? Yeah. Like, it, it definitely works. Absolutely. I agree yeah. with that 100%. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. I, I think it's one of the Critters movies, but there's like a weird like gremlin thing that comes out of the toilet at one point. I used to be terrified of going to the to the bathroom oh, for a no, while as I a remember kid. that too. I was terrified of the toilet too, but it's not yeah. Critters. I don't remember what uh, it is. But yeah, they come What's out of the it? toilet and like grab your spine. Like they just like rip out your spine. Yeah. Oh. Ghoul. Ghoulies. Yes. Oh, Ghoulies. God, I hate them so much. Hmm. They yes. look like a piece of poop. They'll get you in the end. That's the sketch phrase. Oh, my <laughs> get it? God. But yeah, they come out to the toilet and rip out. Yeah, I was terrified. I hovered for a long time after that movie. B, B horror movies, too, are just. Mwah. They are mm. fantastic. You know, I, I, I really love those old black and white universal horror movies, too. Yes. Ooh, I haven't even watched those again. Oh, they're so much fun. Aren't they remaking those movies? They started with the movie. Oh, not anymore. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Not anymore. No. Yeah. No, they were real bad. They suck. Um, well, they, That's unfortunate. Did they get more than just the mummy out? So, they had this planned ever since Marvel was successful. With their multi-movie oh, shared universe thing. Right. And they tried to do it with I, Frankenstein. Oof. Oh. And that movie failed. So they're like, okay, I guess we'll do it with a different movie. And then they mm-hmm. did Dracula Untold. And again, that movie oh, flopped. Right. And it was yeah, God, not was very bad. good. So then their third try at it was The Mummy, Mummy with yeah. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And they were so confident that the, this movie was going to be good that the movie actually started out with a logo that was the Universal Monster Movie uh, Universe logo. So they actually started off the Mummy movie with with essentially the Avengers logo of the Monster Movie Universe. Kind of going, guess what? This isn't the first... This isn't the uh, the last movie that you're going to see from this franchise. No. 
That's the last movie. And guess no. what? It's been the last movie. Yeah, and they had tons of people cast Hachi, in the parts. Machi. Even yeah, they had there. There's a there's a uh, a picture with everybody in it from all the movies. They had uh, Javier Javier Bardem as Frankenstein. They had Angelina Jolie cast as the Bride of Frankenstein. They had Johnny Depp cast as the inv- the Invisible Man. They had tons of people already cast as all of these monster movies, building up to this shared universe where they were going to have this one big avenger style monster movie jesus what are they going to do like what are they going to do with the monsters like make them fight like i don't understand like i don't know they're in the movie sounds like a mess yeah what's what's his name plays dr jekyll and mr hyde in the movie russell crowe so he (laughs) played dr jekyll mr hyde and he had this like facility full of monsters stuff okay and there's this very, like, Justice League scene where he has, like, files of all the different monsters. Oh, God. So they hint at, obviously, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And then they hint at the swamp monster. Uh, they hint at just a bunch of different dudes. I don't know. Oh, there was that rumors that sad. the Phantom of the Opera was going to be one of them. Ew, Why? <laughs> Because <laughs> they own, they own all the properties. That's why because they own, they own it and they can. <laughs> so it's just wild. Uh, yeah. Christ Almighty. But well, all right. okay, I think that might end the this Halloween talk. Before we finish, I want to make sure that we thank PJ for coming onto the episode and being a guest for our Halloween episode. We couldn't have asked for. You know, a better person to, to help Thanks, us out. Thanks, PJ. Thanks, PJ. Honestly, guys, I was so stoked when you asked me. Like, I love doing this stuff. I especially love talking to you guys. Um, you're just so very interesting to talk to, and I love getting everyone's, like, different points of views and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, like, I am very honored that you wanted to have me on this podcast. Um, oh, thanks, Peach. And I just want to say thank you for getting spooky with Magooey. I appreciate it. Uh, uh. How long did you think of that one? Uh, the whole podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was gonna be my opener, but then I brain farted. So here uh, we are. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, you better keep that well, in, Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's stated. Don't worry. Trust me. <laughs> so. Before we head out, uh, I just want to thank the Musical Ghost for the use of our theme song, Swing All Night and Day. Uh, and make sure to follow us at JJ Lose the Plot on Twitter and JJ Lose the Plot on Facebook. We put out questions and uh, we want to continue that conversation and see what you guys think about the movies. And uh, we want to know what you think about the podcast. So, mm-hmm. so keep that conversation going. Yes. And I really want to hear what your guys' thoughts are, especially on yeah. this movie. So hit us up. All right, I guess that wraps things up for this episode. Yeah, and thank you for you to you guys for listening with your face. That's not it. Oh, <laughs> listening with your ear holes. <laughs> Thanks, PJ. Hey, PJ. <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Peace.